mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 330 of There's No Place Like Terra Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie. And I am Grace. And today we are going over Stargate Universe. Yes. Season one. Yep. Episode 12. Uh huh. Divided. Yeah. AKA. Yep. I forgot my AKA. My AKA is um, fuck around and find out. <laughs> That's pretty much <laughs> the most appropriate. <laughs> It, it hit me on my drive over. That's kind of the most perfect. Yep. Yep. I love it. Fuck around and fight. It applies to a number of different things because even one person came to fuck around with Vanessa James. They found out. Yep. Yep. Don't. Yeah. Ray tried to fuck around with Young, found out. That's not going to work well in your favor. No. Yeah. Um, and, you know, maybe we think of it as like a message to the aliens. Yeah, exactly. Come, come, come. fuck around. Come fuck around. <laughs> you, you will find out. Why scrappy little humans have made it this far. <laughs> exactly. We are the cockroaches of the we universe. We kind of are right now. The fact that we still exist. Mm-hmm. Anyway, how was your week? It was it was a week. Yeah. Um it was a week. I'm I'm not I'm not uh I don't I'm not doing like a, a formal formal college situation like some people on this pod did. <laughs> but I some am taking insane people. It's not insane. Um <laughs> uh, but I am I'm taking like a single I wanna call it like an enrichment a, course. It's an enrichment course. There's no like you know, tests or, or like, the, you're doing the equivalent of auditing a course. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, guys, I have a, just, just, I have a Bachelor of Fine Arts. I didn't have to do like, like, esoterical brain things for that. Oh, let's talk about it all day. <laughs> all day. I, I made, uh, there was a lot of technical <laughs> knowledge that Sometimes. I got. <laughs> Sometimes in, in our meetings, I'll go, this is more of a philosophical discussion. And I just hear the room go, Ugh. because I'm sitting in a room with a bunch of technical thinkers. Yeah, 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 and I'm yeah. like, no, 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 we're going to pull it back. We're going to pull it back. This isn't a technical approach. And I am, I am, I am, you, you know me well enough. Yep. But that's not my world. No. And I am trying real hard to to live in this you are building new muscles and to marinate in it but oh you're creating new wrinkles brain. you're oh. doing so many fun things anyway so that means when i got home i didn't necessarily uh do much this week i just kind of but now you know marinated. why i never watch anything because oh, yeah. <laughs> no, my brain's it. always there <laughs> i did watch one thing i am mm. continuing to watch picard and nice. like here's so here's the thing here's what i realize i'm missing okay i think i've mentioned before um, a big fans of the Ringer podcast, yep. uh, Ringer verse Prestige, etc. Yeah, um, they don't. The one show they don't cover is Star Trek. Oh, they don't cover Star Trek at all. They talk about every other show I watch, 
but they haven't talked about Star Trek. So I'm sitting here and I realize that what I'm missing in my life is a decent Picard after show. After show. Because there's a lot of things. The closest I have is me and brother Matt just texting each other. Yeah. Exclamation marks. It sounds like you need to start an after show. Because you don't have enough to do. I can't do that right now. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, if you are a Star Trek fan, the season of Picard is like chicken soup for the soul. Nice. There's two moments where something got in my eye in the past episode. It happens. It happens yeah. sometimes. Something got in my eye the past episode and I can't even say um, what uh-huh. because it'd be a spoiler. Oh boy. But something something got in my eye. It just happens. Sometimes things it, just fly into your eyeballs when it you're does. watching TV especially. I even, I even, Allergies act up. Sometimes it's like you're allergic to a show. I also actually used an analogy from Picard on one of the new about one of the new characters in my session training. Yeah, <laughs> in the course that's I'm awesome. Taking you do whatever it takes because if nothing else, I will make allegory or I will make connections. Allegory is the wrong word, but I will make I will make connections between Star Trek and anything I'm learning. Well, also what we do right when we're learning new things, we map them onto things we already know. We do. And that helps us learn it because exactly. it's like, this is like this thing. So your brain's just finding patterns. My brain makes connections yeah. that they're so long. The red string between connections in my brain yeah. sometimes is like a mile. Yeah. But they're there. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Nice. Um, also watching it, I just, listen, you guys, you know, I love Stargate. I've, we've been podcasting on this show for a number of years. Big Casey didn't Stargate. know. Casey didn't know. <laughs> When I go back and watch Star Trek, specifically, like, Next Gen's not necessarily my favorite episode, or my favorite series, mm-hmm. but it's my favorite cast, uh-huh. if that makes okay. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going back and watching this makes me realize that as much as I love Stargate and Star Wars and, and Lord of the Rings and all these things, like, Star Trek is my home. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Star Trek is my home. I am happy you have that. Yes. <laughs> um, my week. Not yeah. that anyone was asking. <laughs> I was. No, I, well, I wanted to give you a chance to finish. Um, is been Perry Mason. Guys, keep watching Perry Mason. It is not the first season. I watched the first episode of the first season. Nice. I'm proud of you. <laughs> um, I will say the second season has not built to where the first season did. For me, I think we're on either two or three. I can't remember. Now, I will say, I mean, I can't remember. I think we watched the first one. We were able to binge the first couple, maybe. Okay. Maybe. I can't remember. But I remember. Here's what's going on. I remember the way it felt at the end. Okay. So I have to remember to let this one build to that place. Okay. But the story in the first one was already so interesting to me right off the top. Gotcha. So, so that that changes it. It's not bad. I can watch uh, Matthew Reese do anything. <laughs> that meant so much fun to watch. Um, the other thing that came out this week is season two of Yellow Jackets. Yes. And oh boy, I does it get creepier and darker? If if you grew up loving reading and loving the VC Andrews books. Mm-hmm. And whatever gross, weird part of the brain that that <laughs> itch is, yeah. 
this show scratches it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. Shauna, Melanie Linsky's character, and Young Shauna continue to be my favorite. <laughs> they are so fucked up. That's awesome. <laughs> um, it's fucked. And I love it. I love it. I don't know how else to say it. It's fucked and I love it. That's Um, hilarious. But I did watch that. I had a a, a rough medical week. (laughs) So so I did have to come home, but it gave me an opportunity to sit there and watch Yellow Dragons. (laughs) See opportunities. Yeah. Because I can't play video games when shoulder is hurting. Yeah, that's true. Um, But that was my week. Um, It was pretty good. I'm catching up on Critical Role. I'm not quite caught up, but I did finish episode 50. Which has the first of the big reveals. Oh, boy. Yeah. I know there's more coming. There's a lot more coming. Um, So we'll see how... To the point of, I may, if you if you watch, I may give you a time code in the next episode to be like, if we can watch from this time code on together. Okay. So yeah, that yeah, yeah. I can see your reaction. That would be interesting. <laughs> Yep, that may be something we have to do. Yeah. Um, anyway. April 9th, <laughs> 2010. And I just, like, I, I caught this as I was writing down this date. Guys, we're in April of 2010. The first <laughs> pilot aired in 1997. Wow. It's crazy to me that we're in 2010. Yeah. Like, we have basically know each other. Like, we won't yeah. for another year or two. Yeah. But we basically know each other. Yeah, we, we yeah. met each other, like, three years after 2013? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, 2013. It was... 2013. Or maybe, yeah, it was 2013. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Oh, my God. Written by Joe and Paul. Directed by Felix Enrique El- Alcala? Alcala? Yeah. yeah. Alcala. Um, it, this is a single episode of Stargate. But he has a very oh. long IMDb list. Interesting. And I think, I, to me, I can almost, he started, I think he started as cinematographer, okay. which is, I feel evidence in this episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's clear. That's very clear. <laughs> um, our song that we start this very first episode with is You Won't Know by Brand New. I said, I wrote, let me, let me share with yes, you what please, I wrote. Yes, please, please. I said, previously on Everyone is Terrible, Aliens are Following Us. <laughs> P.S. We're powered by the stars themselves. And then I wrote... Chloe is walking around aimlessly to an emo montage. Yes. And what I didn't know in the moment, but then I shazam the song, is that she is literally walking around to an emo montage. Yes. Because of the... Do you want to say who the, what the song is? Oh, I just did. You won't know okay. by Brand New. So Brand New is an actual emo band. Which is probably why I don't necessarily uh, yeah. know them, because... <laughs> Regardless of how like I was emo adjacent, I yeah. don't think at any oh, point no. in my ever I, life have I ever been emo. I definitely had their emo album. This is off of a later album because I don't remember the song, but this is off of Deja Antondu. Um, if you are trying to find it in your mind, the album cover had an astronaut and it was red behind him and then teal underneath. And their one hit wonder song was the quiet things that no one ever knows. <laughs> so if you were truly in the emo were if you flipped your bangs back because no. they were too long and covering one of your eyes um, and had at least part of your hair dyed red and black or pink and black. I know that I'm just talking about myself. You know this song. The yeah, end. it was like emo adjacent. Yeah. 
Nixie actually got to see some of these pictures very recently. I did. Because when my mom came to visit, she did not come unarmed. Nope. (laughs) She had an entire album. And then there's me. And if you see any photos of me in that sort of same era, I was like, like, you would think I was sort of 90s grunge. Yeah. Because I had like, like fairly wide like not actual wide like pants in the 90s version uh-huh. but like but like like not jinkos they weren't jinkos but they were like wide leg because i put giant bell bottoms in them nice uh and <laughs> and flannel shirts but again that's not because i was grunge or anything it's yeah. because i dressed like lucas Wallenstein. no mine was very much i guess scene kid like when even I- though i wanted to call myself a punk when I wore black, I had giant flowers in my hair. Like, nice. I yeah. couldn't, I couldn't. No, mine was, is it black and white? Maybe some red? Yep. Or mm-hmm. one other bright color? Mm-hmm. Sometimes pink works. Hot pink was good. There was, was there manic panic in this hair? Yes, there was. There was a lot of, see, and I could never dye my hair because I danced up until college. Yeah. So I could never have, un, quote unquote, unnatural hair colors. Or yeah. Anything. But I like... Was it a tie-dyed Waylon shirt? I absolutely wore it. <laughs> I think half my shirts had dolphins on them. Oh, my gosh. I was, instead of a horse girl. A dolphin girl? I was a dolphin girl. I can see it. Yeah. Oh, that was the other thing we did you, this weekend. Uh, say, we recorded before that. Would you like to share what happened to you last week before we start this episode? Yes. I was dragged out of bed at 6 in the morning. And told to be ready to be in waterproof in 50 degree weather. You knew this beforehand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In 50 degree weather. I didn't plan that part. And no, 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 no one could have. So we did and we got in the car and husband Jesse and I went, what do you think our friends are doing to us? And I was like, I don't know, but I don't think they're going to kill us. (laughs) So whatever it is will be in Renger. And then we went and swam with dolphins. We did swim with dolphins. And sat in lazy rivers Shout on the out. coldest day of Florida. Shout out to Coral. Thanks, Florida. <laughs> For the shit weather. I couldn't, you know, couldn't. The water was warm at least. Oh, yeah. It's just on brand to me yeah. uh-huh. that the one day you want Florida yeah. to be warm, she's like, nah, fuck off. I specifically didn't pick early February and specifically picked like mid-March so that it would be warmer for my friends. And all of a sudden, for yeah. Florida went, fuck you. Cold weather We're going to be like possibly record cold today. Yeah. It was great, though. It was it was really fucking cool. Uh, unforgettable. We ended up buying the photo package. Yeah. Because the sheer delight <laughs> on everyone's faces, mostly uh, uh, boyfriend, domestic partner, fiance, husband, Jesse, yeah. was wild. It, it, that was like sheer three-year-old on Christmas morning yeah. type joy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. amazing. He might as well have met Superman. It was it was real cool. But yeah, Sorry. we kidnapped them. Oh, yes. And then we sang with dolphins. So we do emo montage, yes. Emo montage. Well, before we get to the emo montage, I want to mention because I could mention it later in the episode, but I might forget. We see a face from Stargate Past in this episode oh. that I guarantee you probably missed because she was only in a single episode of SG One. Oh no, yeah, I did miss because I didn't recognize anybody. Doctor Brightman. Oh, she's the one who did the surgery. She is, and she was for I 
I don't know if she was officially CMO, but she was the doctor of the SGC after we lost Janet for an episode. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. And the actress, This poor Allison woman. Down, she's got the shittest I know. jobs. Um, but the actress, Allison Dunn, was fairly recently a few episodes of Star Trek Discovery as well. Oh, nice. So, yeah, we have some continuity. I always like that when you have this sort of yeah. history, when you're able to, if we're going to bring in someone, why don't we bring in someone we've seen before? Yep. I love it. Yeah. What a, what a clearance. shit job to be like, <laughs> hey, real quick, go do surgery. Oh, we'll get there. Yeah. Because that's. Jeebus. That's. I don't know if that classifies fully as surgery. Yeah, go <laughs> hack some people. So Chloe is walking through the ship in an emo montage. Um, the ship is completely dark. Otherwise, creepy. You would almost think that she's just up at night trying to walk off some insomnia. Yeah. But at some point she finds a door we realize that this shit's not real. Uh, yeah. Real bright alien abduction light going on. Real X-Files. Yeah. And through the window is Chloe, who just kind of like creepy kid shifts back. Yeah, that's fine. And then is abducted. Yay. Again, this is straight up X-Files. Uh-huh. She's having the weird... I think she sees her mom at some point. Yeah, no, she, we cut to her falling into the tank. Yeah. She doesn't have a breathing mask, so she's just sitting there screaming. Yeah. Sheer panic. Which, don't do that. You're just going to waste your breath that much faster. Yeah, yeah. But outside the room, it's not an alien fish. It's her mom. Oh, mom, don't put me in a tank. And they have this moment of, like, wishing they could help each other and emoting through the glass. And sure. I'm pretty sure Freud would have some shit to say about There's this. There's so much to... Yeah, water <laughs> means so many things. <laughs> Um, but she passes out unconscious and wakes up. Her mom's gone. Mm-hmm. The little thought transfer device is on her forehead. And yeah. the fish aliens are there as she screams. Yay, that's great. Smash cut to her waking up on Destiny in sheer panic. Mm-hmm. I like that her and Sky are just like, we're bucking together now, bye. Oh, it's okay. I was like, she then wakes up next to Scott because they don't even have their own cabins anymore. No, they don't even, they've just moved in together. Also, we know that there's not a lot to do in this ship, but is she naked? Again, I'm not shaming her in any way. I'm like, fucking go for it, but. At some point, the smell. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're not doing laundry. No. I guess Ooh. I would just sleep naked as well. You don't have, yeah. you don't have pajamas. Yeah. So I guess I'd be sleeping naked whether we're fucking. I would be sleeping naked. I just, uh, I hope they're not. I hope there's a way to launder those sheets. Well, I mean, I'm hoping they're laundering their clothes too. Well, sure. Yeah. Either that or they just don't smell anymore. Or they're they're just, they are also caked in everything that it's like, we're all gross. I mean, everyone's hair is nice enough that even, you know what, even if you have to run it in the shower with you. That's fair. Yeah. We find out that this is not her first nightmare. She's mm. been having these, quote, every time she closes her eyes. Um, Scott tries to help out as much as he can. He's like, mid, I just woke up. Like, yeah. talk to TJ. Like, uh, yeah. the aliens are gone. You're safe now. Go and see a therapist. I'm going to bed. She's like, that's not what I need right now. Yeah. <laughs> because her other issue besides, like, the crippling nightmares is that she can't specify what she needs. Yeah. And so Scott's trying to help, but it's not what she needs, but she can't say what she needs. I know it's not this. Yeah. So she just kind of storms off to clear her head. Yeah. And yeah. Oof. She walks about finding herself in the cafeteria where Rush is also up, Mm -hmm. awake, knowing she's up, probably because of the same dream. Yeah. Um, Probably not having Chloe's mom in it, but that's fine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. 
I wonder if he sees his wife. That would be a whole different thing. Yeah. Okay. I'm done. Um, part of what is bothering Chloe is that she can't remember everything that happened to her. Yeah. But maybe that's for the best. I was about to say, that's your brain doing what brains do. But I also know that I would also not be okay with missing time like that. Sure. Sure. It's one of those where I'm like, I understand brain what you're doing, but also... What did happen? The curiosity. I don't do, as I've been learning... In the course I'm taking, I don't do well with ambiguity and not knowing things. <laughs> Crazy. I would have never guessed it. So the bigger concern is that everyone else on the ship thinks they're safe now. Mm-hmm. And that the aliens won't find them. And they... she's like, they won't find us again, will they? And Rush takes a while to answer. He's like, no, we're not safe. No. It's not safe here ever. Okay. So Rush shows up to Young's room to talk again. I'm gonna get the feeling that they're playing talk chicken or something. Yeah. Before Rush, it's confrontation even... chicken. Confrontation it's like every chicken. time they talk, it's gonna turn into a fight, and it's like yeah. you're ready to go rounds. Or no, not? I, I need I need at least until tomorrow before I go rounds. Yeah. I need a good meal in me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before Rush can even start to discuss whatever his topic is, Young just comes out with it. Mm-hmm. He's like, the only explanation that Young can think of as to how those aliens got one of the communication stones is that Rush stole one. Makes he sense was to me. the first one to open the box. He rolled sleight of hand and he kept one for who knows why, just some insurance policy so they had an ace up his sleeve. Yep. Um, and he, he kept it on him because of the whole room search for a murder weapon shit. Right. And that's how the aliens got it. And that's how Young wound up on the ship. I won't even touch how suddenly we can connect back to Earth to get Dr. Brightman here later in the episode. No explanation. That's fine. We're overlooking it. We're done. Well, I mean, he brought the stone back. Did he? He didn't bring his clothes back. Did he? That's true. That's true. He keistered it. He may have. Which, I don't put it past him. But then wouldn't Young have swapped with him in the tank? That's true. Oh, interesting. Let's not talk about it. No. Plot that's holes. Fine. I assumed the alien that they, he swapped into yeah. stole it. Well, they could have... Well, that wouldn't matter. He did knock him... Rush did knock him out, but how yeah. would he have known that that's the alien that had it? Well, and there was also the one that was killed. That's the one he swapped... It, that's the one Young swapped into. Right. So that's the stone that would have been missing. But how does Rush know that he has it? I guess because he saw because he Young went to swap. find Chloe. So I guess Rush has the stone back again. Yeah. Okay. We missed a whole lot when he went and found Chloe. That's true. We did. Anyway. Uh, either way, Rush doesn't deny it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He just changes subjects. He's like, no, yeah, this is all my fault. Anyway. <laughs> The bigger concern is how they're tracking destiny. Yeah. And he is like, look, they're not tracking a signal from the stones. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, we're not even sure how the fuck the stones work. The aliens are advanced, but they're not ancient advanced. Right, right. Rush assumes it's something much simpler, like a subspace tracking beacon. Yeah. Much like Todd had. Makes sense. So they searched the ship that Rush flew back on, mm-hmm. but... Who knows? It's not there. Maybe it's outside in the hull or something. And he admits that ever since he was in direct mind meld with them, 
from those devices, he's been having nightmares. But he doesn't call them nightmares, but yeah, visions, <laughs> flashes. He just knows that those aliens have been tracking destiny long before they showed up. Yeah. It's an obsession for them. They, this is their white whale. Yeah. And since they're currently out of FTL, they might as well go take a look at the hull. Mm-hmm. It worked really well for Ahab, guys. Yeah. So Just... the fly Aquino up and out one of the two holes that were cut in the ship's hull. It's a pretty cool shot, but the Aquino's small. Ship is big. Eli warns him it's going to take a while. And Rush is yeah. like, what, you got something better to do? Eli's like, you want to talk to Young about that? Can we leave Eli alone for a fucking day before no. he got... Kills everybody. Like the fact that Eli has not snapped yet. Yeah. And it doesn't, this episode doesn't help. This is a testament of Eli's mental fortitude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, His con is higher than even he knows. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it comes from living with a mom who is basically not well all yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. Um, he has just learned to just put shit away. Mm-hmm. He, I have a hunch he subscribes to the same mind closet that I do. <laughs> you shove shit in the closet and you close the door. It's possible. It's possible. He's just like, I'm just going to. He could detach. Yeah. I feel like he's a detacher. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just going to not feel anything today. Um, so the cafeteria is full by the time we're there. Greer finds Young and pulls him aside on the hallway to have a quick word. He's basically like, look, mm-hmm. sir, I don't know what happened on the planet. I don't care what happened to the planet. Someone put the gun in your room between the two of us. I'm pretty sure that you know that I know who did it. Yeah. Greer's trying to slowly, dramatically get to this, and then it's everything's busy again. And he's like, if shit happens again, and Rush interrupts over the radio before Greer can finish that they did find a subspace beacon. Yeah. And neither Greer nor Young say anymore, and Young just walks away. Yeah, he's like, I know, dude. <laughs> I got you. And Young's like, I didn't really have a doubt. <laughs> Yeah, I, I know. I know. I know you're on my side. You don't have to tell me. I see you. I'm pretty sure everyone on the ship sees you. Yeah. You're very clear in your intentions. Young and Scott are going to go out in the shuttle to the spot. Like, basically, Eli programmed the the Kino's path into Apple Maps mm-hmm. for them to follow. Yeah, yeah. But Scott is distracted. He puts a waypoint on their yeah. on their map. Yeah. Scott is distracted for a minute when he sees down a different hallway. Chloe and Rush just talking to each other, not mm. noticing, and they're just quietly mumbling to each other. That's super fine. It's fine. I mean, Young and Scott have, have over an hour uh-huh. to do this, so it's plenty of time. It's easy peasy. Yep. I mean, that part is at least. Oh well, yeah. Just go blow some shit up and call it a day. Yeah. So at the same time, Rush leads Ray down to a dark, faraway room. He turns everything on. It's an ancient research lab and not perfect what they need to do, but it's connected to the ship systems and it will work. Yeah. Worry some science stuff. She's like, do we have to do it now? Mm. And Rush is like, look, we're never going to get a better time. You need to get your people in place. We're about to set this world afire. Yep. Set it ablaze. Just watch the world burn. Mm-hmm. So our two guys take the shuttle out, quickly making the way under the ship. <laughs> Chloe finds Eli. Mm-hmm. Um, this scene will pay off later. Yeah. <laughs> Chloe finds Eli asking to see the alien ship, which I guess we find out like a whole mini ship and not just a small tracker. Yeah. Either way, because this is basically the same one as we saw in the pilot leaving the ship. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that's like, wait a minute. 
So Eli has no clue, like, how Rush knew it would be there because, like, because apparently it's been there. It may have been there since before they got to the ship. That's because it's not the one he was telling about. And Chloe's like, oh, no, Rush knows. Mm. Okay. Okay, Chloe. On another one of Eli's screens. Way to just trust people blindly. (laughs) Stuff starts popping up on the screen and we quickly see as we cut that it's actually Rush. Yep. So the shuttle gets a little closer to the little mini ship. They fire at the guy. It pops off like a tick, flows away, blows up. Mm -hmm. Easy. All done. Call it a day. And Eli shows Chloe that, yep, it's gone. No problem anymore. She's right to be like, really? (laughs) That feels too easy. It feels Because it is. Yeah. So Volker radios Brody, who's spraying some plants in hydroponics, and tells him to stay there. Uh It's on. Brody's like, now? Can we not use such an obvious (laughs) phrase? Like, could I not have taken two more seconds to be like, hey, it's time to check the bougainvillea or whatever fucking plant that's in there. Well, it gets even more obvious because over the radio, Volker's like, yeah, you signed off on all of this. And Brody's like, yeah, I did, but... It's time to go check the sublight engines. That was just to get you off my back, dude. Yeah, God, yeah. And um, you can tell he has some cold feet. None of these people are prepared for what they think they're trying to do. No. This was a very no. bad call. There are times when you think you're ready to watch the world burn. Yeah, you're not. And you need to sit on it for a minute. <laughs> I speak from experience. Yeah, none of these people. No. None of these people. Yeah. Um, And which makes me wonder if the six people later that we know there are six people left on sort of the military side of the line, mm-hmm. if they were either people who were like, too dense because they were talking in sort of right. code and not flat saying they just kind of didn't admit it or they were like I'm not going along with you but I'm not going to tell on you or like what I feel like there must have been at least a couple people who are like all of this is dumb yeah. and I'm not choosing sites there's like always some me. people yeah there's always some people I let's face it would probably be right up in the mix <laughs> With Camille and Rush, but I like to think that I would know when a little better than they did. You would be like, this is not the time, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I'd I'd probably be getting fights with Rush. I'd have a hunch I'd be more like Eli, where it's like, I'm not. I hate all of you. Yeah. You're all dumb and I'm not picking a side. Yeah. Um, But I'm just not here for Rush. Yeah. I like that a bit, which is kind of what Eli is. Yeah. Eli sees The problem is that Camille. Is scared of Rush. Yeah. If she stood up to him a little more, they'd actually get really far. Yeah. They're very peas in the pod. Yeah. Well, they'd get really far because she's very complimentary. Her skills are very complimentary to his. Yes. But she doesn't have the confidence to stand up to him when she needs to. Well, I also... Works in everyone else's favor. I also don't know if either Ray or Rush see the fact... But I think both of them refuse to admit that they have holes. Yeah. And they re- especially refuse to acknowledge that the other person is fills that hole. It's that. Ready for this? Gould arrogance. Yeah, it is gold arrogance. It's gold arrogance. 100%. Um, anyway, Brody's like, Volker, shh, as TJ walks in. Can you shut your mouth? She's You're on to- speaker. You're on speaker. <laughs> she comes to check on some of the medicinals they're growing. Yeah. Yeah, medicinals of many kinds. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I mean, what else are you going to fucking do? 100%. Please be growing some weed on there. Yeah. Um, also, maybe some mushrooms. Something. Anything. Something. Mm-hmm. So Volker's trying to call out and, and talk about mutiny, and Brody just cuts him off. I'll see you in half you're an hour. You're on speaker. Bye. You're on speaker. You're on speaker. Just straight up turns the radio off. Hi, you're on speaker in the car with all of my friends from work. Don't say anything weird. <laughs> Yeah, you're not with you're not you're not on speakerphone with the friends from work that you can say weird things to. You're with yeah. the ones that you can't say yeah. weird things to. Hi, hi. This is people in the car right now. People in the car. People in the car. But I love the fact that Tisha's just going about her thing. That's fine. And he's like, "It was about Bridge Club." Sure, it was. You could have made up some science bullshit, or just said nothing. Yeah. You could have just said nothing. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes this is coming from me sometimes you don't need to say anything yeah i love that tj is like okay (laughs) weirdo well that's weird put that away for later and then we turn and we just see brody's eyes like white knuckling it up yeah let's be honest i think i would probably be tj in most of this because i'd be like i'm annoyed more than anything (laughs) i think that's what Especially TJ later, we'll get to her conversation yeah, with Yeah, Chloe. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, that would be you. Yeah, that's fair. So as the shuttle comes, it's heading back in, it docks, but the docking clamps won't clamp. Hmm. Which is weird. No clamp or clamps. They can't fix it. So they call the Eli, who's like, that's impossible. Clearly not. Mm-hmm. So he checks a few things, gets really concerned as he gets back up to check other computers mm-hmm. and realizes he has no controls of anything. Hmm, that's weird. Chloe sees Russia's doing on one screen, not really realizing what it actually is in that moment, and points out to Eli, who's like, what the fuck? Yeah, he's hacking the Matrix. Realizing he's getting locked out and explains to Young that someone is transferring all controls to another station. Mm-hmm. Eli needed NordVPN. He did. <laughs> one, of the, one of the greatest things that's come out of Sam Regal's mind ever. Uh-huh. Yep. If you are a Critical Role fan, somewhere on the internet is all of the NordVPN ads put together. Yep. It is a fantastic <laughs> It's a show in itself. Even if you're not a Critical Role fan, just look up NordVPN Critical Role ads and mm-hmm. you're welcome. Yep. No explanation. Just go into it. <laughs> so another issue is that the shuttle door won't open. And who knows what will happen in eight minutes when they jump into FTL and the shuttle isn't locked down and they're still in it. Eli knows that the shield won't include the shuttle. Yeah. That's not good. Because he's honestly thinking the shuttle will just be vaporized if the jump, ship jumps yeah. to FTL. It's not just that you'll be left here and mm-hmm. not be able to follow. It's that in the in the clangor and the clamor of it all, you won't exist. That. Honestly, if you're talking those two situations, that might be the better one because otherwise you're just going to sit there and starve. Yeah. Because that ship's not coming back for you. Yeah, at least make it quick. Seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Young helps Eli walk through this. He's like, okay, what can you do about the controls being transferred somewhere else? Trying to, like, it's Young trying to keep him calm yeah. as Eli starts to panic. Yeah. Scott quietly is like, Five minutes. Yeah, can you not, Scott? We're aware. Chloe is running through the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, young bets got a buck. And he tries radioing Rush. Nothing. Yep. So he flips channels and calls Grid. It's like, hey, go find a posse. Rush. <laughs> go find Rush. It's time. 
Four minutes. Yeah. So Chloe knows exactly where Rush is, runs in, is like, you this got is to the stop fucked up part. Now. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, look, we talked about this. this. Is how it has to roll, but apparently there wasn't talk about the docking clamps failing. Yeah, which honestly does shock Rush. He did not anticipate that. Yeah, um, but he's like, I can't stop the transfer. Killing people was not part of the plan. Can't stop the transfer or won't stop the transfer. Yeah, yeah, different. And she pleads that they're gonna die. Mm-hmm. And it's clear again. It's not that he can't stop it, but that's not how this plan works. So he hates to do it, but Rush calls Eli. And he admits that he is transferring all the controls away from Eli. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's a done deal. But what you're doing now is actually slowing down the transfer. This is a failed intimidation check from Rush. Yeah. Um, and if he just lets Rush finish, Rush will have control and he will lock down the clamps manually. And Young and Scott hear all of this. And Young's like, fuck you, Rush. Eli, don't do That's it. That's a big nope. That's a big nope. That's a big nope. That's one of those where it's like it was an attempted intimidation check. Yeah. Which would have worked if Eli hadn't been standing next to his paladin. And gotten an either young. a plus or an advantage. Yeah. It's like, nah, man. No. Um, in Eli's other ear. <laughs> I don't know. There's no angel or devil in this situation. <laughs> Just all the voices in poor schizophrenic Eli's head. Yeah. Now. He's like, um, right now, Rush says, neither one of us have control. But Rush can have control before we jump to FTL, which I assume that he could, like, Eli could kind of get back controls in that same time as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? He could transfer the other direction, but he refuses to acknowledge that that's an option. Yep. Young orders Eli again, do not give him controls. Nope. Two minutes left. Yeah. I feel like Young's like, let us die instead. And Scott's yeah. like, no. <laughs> no, thank you. I am young. <laughs> I have a hot girlfriend. For maybe another hour. Yeah. We'll get to that. I don't yeah. know how that relationship's yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. at the end of this. In this moment, he still believes. Eli's hating everything. Mm-hmm. Seriously not knowing what to do. Yep. Ray comes in now to the the secondary control room, if you will. Getting up to speed and how Rush sort of fucked this all up. Um, because he did this with very specific timing and didn't anticipate problems coming up, mm-hmm. like lack of controls. Because even Ray's like, shut it down. Yeah. Rush is like, we can't shut it down. I don't have Again, everything. They didn't know who they were getting no. into bed with, no. if you will. No, and we, yeah. Because he's like, look, if I stop transfer controls now, Eli's just going to lock me out and this whole plan is compromised. Yep. Time passes. and young Maybe again, this wasn't the right time to execute your plan. Maybe. Um, t- and, and Young again is like, don't. <laughs> yeah, just no. Do not let Rush have controls. Mm-hmm. But Rush is taking them anyway. The transfer is almost done. It's just how fast does Rush get the controls? Mm-hmm. Apparently, all of this was agreed with the understanding that no one would get hurt. Mm-hmm. And Ray says that they could lose everyone on their side, which, again, it's Ray. I'm assuming she's talking about the optics and the politics. Of yeah, this. no, that's why I'm saying she's yeah. not an idiot. No, She's like, this was bad timing. Yeah. Bad time to do this. 
Because if we do this by killing Young and Scott, then no one's going to fucking No one's going to, yeah, then we're just the worst, yeah. yeah. You can see how much this pains Rush. Mm-hmm. But he eventually, at the last minute, stops the transfer. Eli has the control he needs to lock down the shuttle with no time to spare as the mm. ship jumps. Yep. I'm guessing they couldn't get out of the shuttle fast enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Eli just melts in relief for multiple reasons. Poor guy. <sighs> that man hasn't taken a good shit in a while. No. That sphincter is, is not relaxed. That sphincter is not relaxed in weeks. He probably is not getting very good fiber either. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Ray wants to know how much of the sh- control of the ship they have, and Rush is about to find out. Mm-hmm. He presses some buttons. We see doors shut in front of Greer and his team, as well as in front of Young and Scott. And yeah. that's when Eli realizes what Rush is doing. Oh, boy. He is sealing off corridors all over the ship. Mm-hmm. He's drawing the line in the bedroom like you do with the siblings, where you're like, this is my side of the room, and this is your side of the room. Sorry, I have the door to leave, so you're trapped there. The line's drawn here! This no far, further. no further! As we continue talking about the card. Let's see. <laughs> So Volker arrives in hydroponics with that preamble asking Brody how he turned his radio off and Brody just looks over at TJ. Uh, because there's a straight up TJ right here. <laughs> He's not dumb. Yeah. She's like, what's going on? You all are acting very Of the four weird. people that you wouldn't want stuck on the ship, <laughs> she's one. Listen, I don't think it's a mystery. Like, TJ is flat out the wisest person on this ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, you don't want to be stuck with Greer. Nope. God, no. <laughs> Chaos. You don't always stuck with Scott. No. You don't want to be stuck with Young, obviously. No. And then TJ's like, fuck, this is almost worse. Yep. This is almost worse than Greer. Yeah. Because she's smart. Because she's smart. Yeah. Yeah. She's definitely the wisest one. Oh, by far. This ship is, is listen, all you, there's a lot of intelligence stats on this ship. Yeah. Well, it's like of those four, you're like, we can manage Scott. Yeah. We can manage him. Just put Chloe in here. You're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh uh, yeah. It's like, well, Greer, it's like, I, I don't know. Give him sedatives. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Um Brody admits that she wasn't supposed to be down here. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, still confused. Keep talking. Mm-hmm. And it's not until shortly later when an airman, um, Denning, is panicking and pointing a, his gun at Park yep. and two others that TJ is like, let's discover more. Hmm. Tell us more words. So Denning is panicking a bit because he realized he's cut off from the rest of the ship and they're not yeah. letting him through to, to report to Young. Yep. Ray arrives then and is like, look, we apologize. This was inevitable that a few people would be stuck on the wrong side you of the line. You are collateral damage. TJ's like, what line? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why is there a line? Unlike the guys, uh, Ray has no issues telling TJ what's up, that they sealed off Young and most of the military personnel and we've taken the ship. Cool. That's (laughs) fine. (laughs) The airman does not put his gun down, especially not after hearing that. And Ray's like, look, we had no choice after what Young has done. And she is doing this on behalf of all civilians on the ship. Is that true, though? I don't know. I don't feel good about any of this. Yeah. That seems like maybe not all civilians. Yeah. It sounds like you're trying to talk for people who don't want you to talk for them. 
Um, because I guarantee you, not all civilians are backing this. I know for exactly at least one Eli that's like, uh, you don't speak for me. Yeah. The airman is like, TJ, what do I do? I love TJ's reaction as she like looks around and rolls her eyes and is like, well, you're not going to shoot anyone. So yeah. just put the damn gun down. Yeah. She thinks about it, though. She does think about it, but I do like her entire attitude of, like, this is going to be real fun coming up. This is yeah. going to be real She's interesting. like, well, fuck, yeah. <laughs> Ray's like, hey, just chill. This will all be over real soon. No, it won't, though. I mean, it will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, like, not the way you want it to be. Mm-mm. Now we get to the meat of it. Over the radio, Young and Rush get to the core of this entire plot. Young is like... Hey, not going to get away with this. Yeah. And young Rush reminds him, I'm not acting alone. And what's done is done. We have food and water in all accessible systems on this side of the line. Eli's like, mm, no, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Because Rush stopped the transfer, which BT dubs saved your life. But mm-hmm. also, we have life support. Yeah. Greer's like, hey, new plan. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Aaron Heat. Just kill him. Eli's like, hey. Greer is probably the closest aligned to my D&D character. Yes, he is. Cool. So kill him. <laughs> then we're done. Get shit back. What's the problem? And Eli's like, we wouldn't do that. No. No. No? No. But wouldn't we? <laughs> we all know who my D&D character is in this. Yeah. It's Eli. Yeah. So he's like, you have... Do you have any idea of what's going on here, Eli? And Eli's like, nah, not really. Does anyone here Do know? I look like I have any idea of anything that's happening here? Does anyone? Look at my emotional state. This shit's confusing. Yeah. No one here has all the information. Um, and Young gets back to Rush, ignoring those, t- ignoring Tweedledee and Tweedledum for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, what do you want? And Rush is very simple. All military to give up their weapons and submit to a civilian authority. He's like, oh, is, oh, that-, is that all? Yeah. No. Is that all? Mm-hmm. He goes, well, it is how civilized people structure their societies regardless of scale. The military dictatorship has to stop. And he goes, well, here's the flaw in your plan. Yeah. This The, the, the hole is the size of a life support system. Yep. Rush is like, yeah, I was really hoping Eli would miss that fact. Really? Eli, Rush? <laughs> really? When has Eli missed anything yeah. when it comes to computer You're shit? the one who's like one stop short of saying, admitting Eli might be as yeah. smart or smarter than you. Yeah. So Rush tries to play it off. Look, we have more of the ship, plus we have hydroponics, so we have plenty of air to outlast you because here's the thing. We may have three days of air. You have no water. I love that during this, Young looks over at Eli and it's like, those hydroponics aren't enough. And it's like, no, it's not. <laughs> He's like, is that truly? And Eli's like, no. Math boy. Uh, and he's like, look, if you really want to game this, play this game of chicken, it's going to come real close. It's not going to be pretty. Mm-hmm. And Young just goes to talk to Greer in the hallway. I choose death. Cool shot of the ship flying through hyperspace. Mm-hmm. So Rush updated Ray on what Young said. And yeah. for now, Eli has not turned off life support. So, yep. Ray knows that Young will give in, that he has no choice with how much of the ship they control, and he's cut uh, off. And Rush realizes the one thing that 
the one thing that Young has that may make a difference. Eli. Yep. Cut to Eli. Um, Scott is encouraging him. Yeah. He's encouraging him like a dad would be encouraging his kid at a t-ball game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, this is a very complicated lockout program. I'm going to need some time, dude. It's like, I got you, man. Whatever it is you're doing, I don't know, but you got this. Yeah. Young comes in with some gear for Scott. Headcount shows that TJ and Dunning, who is our Amron that we saw earlier, mm-hmm. that I think I misnamed, but they are on the other side and they yeah. have six civilians who claim to know nothing on this side. And mm-hmm. I love Eli's like, just because they're on the other side doesn't mean they're on the other side. Yeah. I'm yeah. a bad guy, not a bad guy. Well, like, Reminder, collateral, collateral damage. <laughs> Some Young, of us are just people on the ship. Young is very straightforward. Do you think part of Eli's frustration is that nobody invited them to be a part of the group? Um, like there's certain a feeling of being left out? Maybe a little bit, but they tried to remember earlier. It was a different group, mm-hmm. but they tried to get him in earlier. And I have a hunch that also Eli's like, God, I'm really glad people didn't try to confide weird secrets yeah, to me again. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah, I'm done holding people's secrets. Yeah, I think that's a little bit of it. He's yeah. like... Seriously? Yep. We need more weird secret plots on the ship? Mm-hmm. Can't we all just get along? <laughs> also, Young, can you stop having me spy on people? You're part of the problem. Yeah. Can we just work on surviving? Young is very straightforward when he tells him that Chloe is over there, too. Yeah. Um, Eli's progress is slow. Mm-hmm. Doesn't help that he's starting to get hungry because low blood sugar is not his friends. Nope. Young is more worried about water. Because they can't let dehydration set in. So, Rush and them offer to trade some water and food in exchange for Eli. Mm-hmm. And Young already agreed to it. Damn, poor Eli. So Scott does voices all the concerns of why that would be bad for them. But Young and Rush both know all of those facts. Yep. And that's exactly why they wanted Eli. But Young has a plan. Yeah. They don't know the ace up my sleeve. The ace is named Eli. Yeah. So yeah, he shows up at a locked door at the mm-hmm. keynote to show he's alone. The door opens. Mm-hmm. Not before a gun is pointed at his face. Chloe yeah. welcomes him over to, you know, I appreciate uh, Eli pointing out <laughs> the bullshit double standard of yes. how they're like, we don't want to be under military control. And yet you show up with guns pointed. With guns pointed. You, who probably can't work a gun the same way that these guys can. You, who are yeah. more likely to cause some fucking injuries yeah. and death Do you even because know... you think you're a military guy. Exactly. Do you even know where the safety is on that gun? Yeah. The As... safety's probably still on, honestly. Yeah. Let's hope so. Um, Chloe walks him over to the side of the ship, and a few people put a very small amount of food and water in the hallway. Yeah, fuck you guys. The yeah. closed again. Um, everyone else kind of splits off, so it's just Eli and Chloe walking and talking, and he's like, "What the I fuck? Can't help but notice." Yeah, what the fuck? And then he has a realization. He's like, "Earlier, you showed up in the control room. You showed up to distract me, so I wouldn't see what Rush is doing." And she's like, "What?" He's like, "Don't fucking what me." Yeah, eat shit, dude. Also, Why'd you do this? I I like that he's finally like seeing through. The, like, the, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm just, uh, just the, the girl here and I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, blah, he's blah, blah. Like, like, the rose colored glasses yeah. that he was looking at her through are no longer. Exactly. 
It's like, don't fucking butt me. And she tries to explain, like, look, I knew this was coming, but didn't know when. Mm-hmm. And when Eli's like, says nothing, because yeah. clearly not sure what to think right now. She just throws her hands up. It's like, believe me or not, it doesn't matter. Yeah. That doesn't help. No, because you're saying your opinion doesn't matter to me. Yeah. And, and Eli thought you guys were friends. Yeah. So there it is. Yes. So basically, you've made it very clear that one, you're a conniving bitch. Yep. And two, you don't give a shit about Eli's friendship. Exactly. Both of those things are true. Yep. Yeah, this is... Yeah. It's <sighs> fucked up. It's real fucked up because here's the thing. I... The... The only reason I go with that she didn't know the timing was because she pointed out to Eli what's going on here. Well, I believe that, but yeah. I'm st- but that conversation still reveals a lot about her. A hundred percent. Yeah. Because in the end, she was still, she knew that the plan was not including Eli. She still knew this plan, how it was going to, you know, separate mm-hmm. the crew. Yeah, and then she just kind of, you know, the icing on the cake added, uh, your opinion about it doesn't matter to me. Exactly. Yikes. Um, And while I fully understand she's going through some trauma right now, it doesn't excuse being a bitch to your friends. The one person that you should trust on this the ship. The one person who almost more than Scott has had your back. That's what I'm saying. Like the one everything. person. Yeah. Yeah, she's really... Again, just dismissing his worth. Yes. That part's shitty. Uh, Eli is just surprised that Chloe would be taking Rush's side in all of this. Mm. And she's like, really? Are you? Because do you remember how he was an inconvenience to Young? So Young left him on that planet to die. And then she leaves. And Eli's like, I okay, mean. But you don't know the whole story. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Like, Eli. We know that Eli. Knows the story. Knows the story. Yep. Eli, I I don't think Eli's had confirmation about what happened on the planet. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Eli, we already know is uncomfortable with the fact that he kind of knows what happened and doesn't like how it happened, but also knew the reasons why. Yep. Um, he knows that Rush wasn't just an inconvenience. Right. There was a little <laughs> more to the story than yeah. that. So Destiny drops out of FTL. Young and Gru suit up in spacesuits to walk over the hall and mm-hmm. drop through one of those two holes that were cut on their six and want to Greer there, not Scott. So if Chuck goes down, Scott's still there. Yep. In the cafeteria, Brody is actually mad that they gave them any food and water. Brody's got some uh, the evil streak in him. Well, Volker's usually the one that would have said that. Yeah, you know it's I mean? interesting. Yeah. Uh, I think what it is more is he's just anxious about that this is going to last longer. Yeah. So to him, I don't think it was the, oh, I want them to die. No, he's it's like, a self-preservation just, of it. just it. means it's going to get dragged out longer. Yeah. Ray's like, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> Young is a full bird colonel in the U.S. Air Force. He's used to getting his own way. Mm-hmm. He just needs to, you know, wham about it a little bit, test his boundaries before he agrees to things. As she, she says, every military in the free world takes orders from a civilian government. Just stick together until he remembers that. And, I'm like, and if she'd approached it that way, she might have had more success. But that's not what they did. That's A, that's not what they did. Yeah, because you're telling them to lay down their weapons. And B, this like even civilian government doesn't make every decision yep. in the military. Yep. 
if she had she's bad at her job and this comes back to the conversation we're going to talk about the final conversation of this yeah of this episode Mm -hmm. so we'll save that for then (laughs) she's no weird she is they're not even in the same league yeah yeah (laughs) they're not in the same league like Weir would have managed this because here's the thing that was a very successful civilian leadership yeah with With a large amount of scientists and a full military crew yep and john Steele had a lot of autonomy Mm -hmm. and there's certain times that john got to make the calls yep when it came to the safety and security of Atlantis and the people there. There's a certain level of respect that's lacking. There is no respect that exists between yeah. Ray and Young. Mm-hmm. So Chloe delivers Eli to Rush and just fucks off. Um, Rush, once again, needs Eli's help. They need to squeeze every last bit of power from the ship and then find even more to squeeze because they're going to need the shields for something. Yeah. And that something is as Greer and Young walk across the hall, we see two alien ships dropping out of hyperspace. Yay, more aliens. It's quickly seen by Eli and Rush. And Eli's like, we just blew up their tracker. How are they here? And Rush is like, just kidding. We've had, we had one tracking device, yes. What about second tracking device? Yeah. I don't think he's heard about second tracking mm-hmm. device, Pip. Um... Apparently, there is a tracking device surgically implanted next to Russia's heart. Sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. Of course there is. Sure. Yeah. On the whole, they see a third ship show up now, and they start running's the wrong term, but as close to running as you can get them there. Air walking, air floating. So the only one who knew about Russia's tracker is Chloe because they had to make sure she didn't have one too. Uh-huh. She doesn't. But also apparently there's there's no surgical scar. Sure. I don't know. I feel like somehow Chloe forgot this part. It's more of like it's it's more why why specify there's no surgical scar because all that does is make it more of like are you hallucinating this yeah uh okay it's more important in the moment that ships are almost in weapons range so rush dials up the shield Mm -hmm. and eli may have not been in many actual space battles but he's played a lot of video game space battles he still probably has more experience than anyone else there in about about space battles he's like we need to focus on weapons yeah rush is we can't take all three ships at once and yeah. we can't run. And so if they can survive, they can keep surviving. And eventually the aliens will will essentially give up because they know they can't get past the shields. Eli's like, I cast out. <laughs> what makes you think they're suddenly going to give up? You've been wrong about everything so far, Rush. Rush is just watching bad, their yeah. pattern. Yeah, like... Just like Camille's ghoul arrogance of like, Young will just give up. What an easy answer. What an e- Oh, people will just give up because yeah. I'm more stubborn than them. 100%. That's never the case. That's ne- coming from a very stubborn person. I know to respect another person's stubbornness. Yes. That to me just shows me how not stubborn they are. Exactly. Because if they think that someone's eventually going to fold, <laughs> they have never dealt with a me before. 
Okay, I'm done. We there's been a couple times that Grace and I have tried to discover each other. <laughs> That's as it's two like very stubborn people. Armistice, armistice. <laughs> yeah, let's just call a peace treaty. Let's pick a third option. Yeah, let's find a com. This is where we've learned to compromise because yeah. we're both very stubborn. <laughs> And I, I'm clear about it. I used to be the person who's like, no, I'm not. I think my favorite is that frequently we do the like anti-stubborn yeah. where it's like, do sh- sure, whatever you, whatever whatever you, you want to do. do. Yeah. <laughs> and then we both do the anti-stubborn <laughs> and then have to pick like a third option because yeah. we both, we both want to do one of those two or refuse to admit that we want to do one yep. of those two. Seems like us. <laughs> But that just shows respect, yes. one, for the stubbornness, and two, for the friendship. Exactly. The friendship is more important than my stubbornness in this moment. In this moment. <laughs> in this moment. We'll come back to this later. Yeah. We'll look at it later and think of it in a different way. It's always fun when it's at work. Because people are like, oh, is this going to get ugly? Yeah. Well, they, they, yeah, the few times that people at work have, have heard us like, debate i want to say yeah. argue but like yeah passionately debate something yeah and then like 30 seconds later we're just sending each other weird gifts yeah yeah <laughs> bounce stubbornness off of each other is probably the best way to put exactly. it exactly yeah. it's how we get our frustrations out. yeah but what if this but what if not this <laughs> but what if this other one everyone needs like a safe stubbornness though yeah yeah that's what good friends do exactly yeah so Raj has been watching this pattern. Yeah. <laughs> it says before they showed up, before like we showed up on Destiny, yeah. they couldn't get through the automated defenses. And now they're hoping because defenses aren't automated, we're going to fuck up. Mm. Eli's like, tries to stop him from turning the shields on in like the most awkward tell of a moment. Yeah. He's like, why are you trying to stop me from putting shields up? He goes, reasons yeah checks his watch fuck <laughs> yeah rush is like do you want us to die and that's when we see what eli is trying to yeah, do yeah eli's like i hope you made it in because i don't know what else to do here we eli knows about young and greer spacewalking mm-hmm. and they're heading to one of those pre-cut holes and the plan only works because there's no shield up at the moment yep and they both make it just in time. Yeah, they both got like little tiny haircuts. And Eli doesn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Once inside, they go through a bulkhead where they can, you know, pressurize. And yep. Greer goes to open the door for Scott's team. And Young is going to find Rush. Yep. They just backdoor their way in here. I love this TJ moment. Yep. This is when... Look, TJ's very fair, very caring, yeah. but don't fuck with your clerics. Don't fuck with her. Don't fuck with the clerics. I feel like this is where you're like, oh, TJ's war cleric. Her well, subclass yeah. is war cleric. Yeah, if Janet ever taught us anything, it's yeah. like, just don't fuck with the clerics, Don't fuck period. with the clerics, no. Period. Just don't. Um, but yeah, TJ's definitely a war cleric. Yeah. Yeah. So Chloe goes to see if there's anything that TJ or Dunning need while they're waiting in this little break area. And TJ's like, yeah, you can let us out. Mm-hmm. Chloe's like, don't worry. You know, you won't have to see here much longer. TJ's like, I know, because Jen's going to take the ship back. Yeah. You have no idea what you're up against. You're dumb. Yeah. 
And Chloe is like trying to put on a, a like a hard face. Is like I'm pretty sure we do. And TJ could laugh in her face. Chloe, you're like playing with the Fisher Price model of war <laughs> tactics. I've lived this. Yeah, yeah. Chloe's like this is just about listening to reason, and TJ just stands up and is like, Nah, it's not anymore. Yeah. If you wanted to have discussions and have this about reason, you wouldn't have like taken the ship over yeah because now it's war yeah and you, that's what we do i love that, I love that yeah so much. and she points out none of this is going to make your life on the ship better and yep. it's not going to make what the aliens did to you any better mm-hmm. because i am an empathic human and i see yeah <laughs> the pain running through your yep. face and chloe just coldly is like nothing that you could say would make it any better either. I like that TJ's like, wasn't trying to. Yeah. Wasn't trying to. It's like, you are so far in over your head that you don't even know how deep in the water you are. No, yeah. You have so severely underestimated this situation that it is laughable to TJ. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I'm not actually worried. Okay, I'm going to stay in the brig. It's like... If she wanted out, she'd fucking be oh out God. in like a second. 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... TJ's like, this is... This is adorable. Yeah, yeah. You're so cute. <laughs> she might as well play t- tea with a child. All yeah, tea of party. You, this is hilarious. Yeah. Because, again, if anyone on that ship knows what Young is capable of mm-hmm. doing... <laughs> yep. TJ knows this man... Pro- properly really it would have behooved camille and rush to bring tj into the conversation and been like look shit's getting on hand Mm -hmm. and then she would have been the only one who could have if they wanted to overpower this ship not that tj's ever going to switch sides that way no but she would have been the only one who can but at the very least i feel like as much as young pushes against tj when tj tries to have a conversation tj's the one person on that ship who could have a like I'm going to speak off the record to you. She's the I am no man yes. of the no man can defeat me. 100%. Level person. Because TJ's the one who can be like, no, sit down. We're going to talk about shit. Yeah. Um, and that's when the ship starts to flicker and, sh- and shake. And Chloe knows they're here. Everyone in the cafeteria is very nervous and scared. And Brad's like, as they should. They, finally, point. finally getting to the mindset they should have been in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, don't fuck with these people. They're scary. They have guns. Yeah. So Greer stealths through and opens the door for Scott and the large team. Uh-huh. I do love as they retrace Greer's steps. Do they realize it was less stealth and more rogue? Yeah. I like how Young's like, Greer? And he's like, they're fine. They're fine. They're alive. That went easy on them. Yeah. They're alive. <laughs> they're not dead. I mean, they have a headache. They're fine. Yeah. Um, I didn't do lethal damage. <laughs> he's like, this was a lot easier than tying them up. Yeah. Uh, Eli ekes out a bit more power and tells Rush that this is it. This is all you're going to get. And Rush looks a bit concerned, but the shields are holding. Mm-hmm. Before Scott sets his team loose, he has a little pep talk. Yeah. He goes, look, if you need to, use force. However, remember that we have to live with these people yeah. tomorrow. You are waking up in this bed tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. 
So that's don't, actually very important that he does this. And it's because it's Scott. It's a, he could have said, don't do anything I wouldn't do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at you, James and Greer. Yeah. Specifically, <laughs> don't take out this anger on these people. Greer has already been very restrained. Again, he didn't kill him. He, he, the nice thing about Greer, he's like, I'm fine. I can look at all of these people tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I'm telling you, he's the Donnie of the group. He's like, yeah, that's fine. It's fine. So can I fireball now? <laughs> I'm holding fireball. Yeah. Please let me. Can I'm I? not going to throw it unless you say I can throw it. But I am going to throw it <laughs> when you say okay. And I'm not going to care that people When die. you say okay, it's going to be all the, already in the air. <laughs> yeah. When I get a semblance of the, like... <laughs> I'm not going to feel bad about no. the house that burns down in the no. process. No. You've already said that. Can I throw it now? <laughs> okay. Cool. So Ray runs in asking for an update and Rush says nothing. Yeah. Eli's like, yeah, the aliens are here. Mm-hmm. And when she's like, how did they find us? Eli just kind of looks at Rush. Rush. Rush says nothing. Remember that time that this guy that you made an alliance with doesn't tell you half of the shit that you need to know? Eli just like pulls out a neon arrow to point at Rush. Yeah. He's just that old Will Smith meme. Uh Uh-huh. Pointing to his wife. Uh, Chloe just tells TJ that they knew this was coming and we're prepared. And she's like, who the fuck is we? Yeah. Stop acting like you know what the fuck you're talking about. Look, TJ knows Rush is the one person on the ship that had any real idea of what Chloe went through, and she, like, knows and appreciates that. That doesn't mean you trust him. No, Chloe. Like, no one needs to trust him. That means you have a conversation with him. Yeah. <laughs> and and he's like, really? That means you commiserate about being taken by aliens with him. That's all that means. He's like, really? Like, he saved my life when Young was going to sacrifice both of us. And TJ's like lady we cannot have a majority vote for every decision because tj's like yeah i would have done the same yeah and if he did it to me i wouldn't hold a fucking baby grudge against him it's called the trolley problem bitch yeah (laughs) yeah that's how you keep the other people alive clearly you've never been in a situation like this before yeah and that's she's got main character syndrome (laughs) and i love that in the middle of conversation that's when scott arrives like yeah Hurt on his face for yeah. Chloe's part in all this. Yeah. But just sort of picks TJ and Dunning up as he drives by, leaving what I'm guessing is a very complicated relationship yeah. conversation. We'll in get his to wake. that later. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's like, I'm can't have this conversation now, and that's gonna be a long conversation. Mm-hmm. So Russ just explained to Ray how the aliens are tracking him. Yeah. And things fall into realization. Yeah. And she's, she's real like, upsetty spaghetti here. You did all of this because you thought if Young was in command, he was going to throw you on an airlock. He's like, yeah, kind of. Yeah. The mutiny was your idea. I'm just going along with it. Yeah. For self-preservation. Okay. I feel like Camille and Chloe are finally seeing like how intense... Yeah. This person was that they like how yeah. wrong they were to yeah. ally themselves. They're never going to admit it though. No, it doesn't matter whose idea it was. Young says as he calmly walks up behind them. Mm-hmm. Game over. I'm here. <laughs> I am the gift. He walks in with that energy. <laughs> yeah. So Greer and James arrive in the cafeteria, ordering like everyone on the ground now. Mm-hmm. And when people don't. 
And one actually starts stupidly heading towards James. She just whacks him out with the butt of her She's rifle. She's like, no, no, no. I said, we sit down. Yeah. There was no, yeah, uncertainty in that no. order. Yeah. Um, Volker's like, wait, 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 wait. I'm just trying to. And um, Greer's like, no. Yeah. And just rolls an intimidation check. Yeah. Do you really want to do this? And they get the point and finally everyone gets down on the ground. So, Young gets Eli. Sorry, I, I let allowed the Krakens into the room. I released the Krakens. Young gets Eli to activate weapons, but Rush informs them it's like that's not gonna that's not gonna be a thing. We're not doing weapons. Yeah. I am so convinced of my plan that I've actually created a separate lockout for the weapon, so Jesus Eli can't Christ. get in. Yeah. Cool. And Young's like. Shields only was not your decision. He's like, well, I made the decision and it's done. Yeah. Again, Rush is not anyone anyone should have trusted to do this. And Young just points a gun to Rush's head. Mm-hmm. I mean, he could. Yeah. I mean, he could take it out right now. There's one way to do it. And Rush I don't know knows that Young it. could. Yeah. And listen, I don't know. I don't. I don't think Rush would not have killed, or Young would not have killed Rush. However, I don't know what would happen if TJ, Scott, and Chloe didn't arrive at that exact moment. I think he would have beat his ass. Oh, yeah. Quite a bit. He would have taken Rush down. He would have incapacitated him for a few days. Yes. Yeah. And that's when Eli shares the transmitter news again. Rush is really hoping to not let Young know that part. Too late. But also what gets me is it's like it's kind of super important that everyone knows that these aliens will keep tracking them. Yeah. Again... I hope we all learned the lesson that Rush isn't the one we want in command. And I love that Young is like, TJ, take care of that thing. Yeah. TJ's like, oh, TJ's like no. oh, sure, I'm just a heart surgeon suddenly. <laughs> that cool. doesn't work like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Even Rush is like, that doesn't work like that. Yeah. So they're going to... You know what it is? Is Young's like, if you kill him in the process, we'll give the fuck. Exactly. Oops. Oops. Yeah. Sacrifices had to be made. Mm-hmm. Um, they use the stones and get someone who is capable of doing yeah. this. And Rush tries to argue that they do not have the equipment here for heart surgery. That might be just fear. Yeah. Um, but what else? What the fuck else are you planning on doing, Rush? You have a transmitter yeah. next to your heart. How it's, were it's you? It's either this or you die, dude. Cake with death. Yeah. Chloe volunteers for tribute because she doesn't have to know what she's doing. She just has to be. Able to I body. think she's mostly like, I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> Can I not be here for like break. 20 minutes? <laughs> I'm just going to go eat like a bagel or something. Yeah, can I just have a burger back yeah. on Earth? So they get Rush prepped for surgery very quickly. Mm-hmm. And in runs in runs Dr. Brightman in Chloe's outfit. <laughs> I love her reaction. Oh, no. He's out there from Alien Venom. Yeah. But she's from the SGC, so that's fine. Yep. Oh, and we do have a camera. It's this little lens taken out of a Kino. Yeah. Oh, and the ship's under fire, but the shields are holding for now. Welcome to Destiny. Yeah, that's right. We have a Kino tube camera and an alien venom anesthetic. Welcome to Destiny. The yep. most D&D line ever uttered anywhere. <laughs> Actually, I think that was my AKA that I forgot what it was. Welcome to Destiny. Yeah. That that entire line is, is a... a yeah. <laughs> fucking murder hobo party of people trying to save the world yes yes mm-hmm. so eli does find a way to not get through the lockup but around it and mm-hmm. he is 
before he turns the weapons on, he actually goes to Young and is like, I'm just going to say this. You know it pains me, but like, maybe Rush was right about the shields only route. Mm. Because we cannot spare any power. And if we move any of that power to shield or to weapons, these shields are going to collapse. Yeah. Yes, the shields are going to fail either way. The question is, do they fail before or after we jump? Yeah. In with the surgery while they're cutting in and starting things. This whole time, like, Rush is not completely unconscious. Sorry. Don't know what to tell you. No, I know. (laughs) He's not completely out. They go in, look around, and there, in fact, is a little transmitter. Mm Mm-hmm. So the issue comes with one big blast of the ship. The communication connection is cut. It's just Chloe standing there with her hands (laughs) in Rush's chest, Um, freaking out. Yeah. Uh, Which part of that hits you first? The sensation of your hands in a human body or the look of your hands in a human body? I think it's the look. Okay. Yeah. I think it's the look. (laughs) Uh, It's like my hands are supposed to stop before a human chest. This is weird. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and when Scott is like, hey, Eli, we got a problem. Yeah. He chucks up to interference in the space battle and Young is just, hey, fix it. And we're like, Eli goes, look, I am one person. I am trying. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot keep the shield going and then maybe use weapons. You know who needs fix- a support system is TJ and Eli. Yeah. They need their own little support group. They just, yeah. The two of Those them. Those two specifically. Need to go get some of that moonshine. Yeah. Like, nobody fucking realizes that we're also human. Uh, he's, he's, he's like, I'm guessing at everything I'm doing right now. Yeah, yeah. So between TJ being on her own and Eli knowing the shields are about to drop, it is tense, and they have just over one minute until they jump. Yeah. Also, you never want to wake up mid surgery. Um, Rush no. is having some nightmares, and this is not going to help. Yeah. TJ is like, hey, James, push some more sedatives. Just sh- 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 hold them sh- down. Sh- sh- hold them down. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Yeah. Uh, Chloe gets it together enough to assist TJ mm-hmm. as she sucks it up and does what needs to be done and gets the job done. Not only after out. Scott goes, if you don't, I will. <laughs> Which I love because it's like, I'm going to get that tracker out. One way or the other. I don't know if Scott, if Rush will survive it. Nope. I think that's the me line. Yeah. That's the me part where it's like, bro, do the job or I will do or it. I will. Yeah. Um, Scott could handle the smashy part. Yeah. Smashy, smashy. And reports that they are in the clear. Right as Eli points out, the shields are barely registering as things Ugh. explode around the ship. And thankfully, finally, Eli announces that they're jumping. Ooh. And see the ship's continuing to fire as the ship GTFO. Yep. Young comes into the cafeteria. People aren't on the floor anymore, and he just tells everyone to go back to your rooms now. <laughs> Sheesh. Full dad voice. Yeah. Greer doesn't want to point out the obvious that they can't guard them all if they split up. And so I was like, you could probably hear the dog licking on the audio. Yeah, sorry, and I was yeah. like, no one needs that right now. Yeah. Um, Come here, Stomo. But Young points out, we're not going to guard them. It's over. Yeah, he doesn't question it. He's and like, Greer's like, "Well, that's go. no fun." <laughs> yeah. But he doesn't question it. No, go back to your rooms. And Young just stands there in the doorway, forcing everyone to look at him and file past him yep. as they leave. That's Such the a way. power move. Yeah. Ooh. And Ray comes up, and they have this moment. Young is like, "Look, I'm open to suggestions." 
And she's like, well, we have to find a way to work together. <laughs> That's not happening. And Young's like, well, we're not just going to pretend that this shit didn't happen. Yeah. You already fucked up. It's too late. And Ray's like, well, you shouldn't have left Rush on that planet. And Young's then pretending. He's like, you don't think I don't know that? Yeah. And Ray walks away. Rear walks over and is like, this is Nova. And Young's like, nope. No. This is just beginning. And yeah. If... Ray is comfortable enough to come up to Young to have a conversation. She has in previous, uh, previous episodes, mm-hmm. but it's like you just needed to sit down and have a talk about how this community is gonna run. Write up a fucking little charter or something if you want. Yeah, to. this wasn't the way. No. You you approached it with Rush's method, and yep. that's not the way. And mm-hmm. it's t- you can't you can't uncork that. Yeah, you can't put all that back in the bottle. Yeah. Um. So now we're dealing with the aftermath of this mess. Like you can't just leave it there. No. And you can't go back. You cannot go back. This will be exciting. It's like we're only halfway through the season, right? Yeah, oh. we're just over halfway now. It's gonna get tense. <laughs> I'm excited. It's like you. There is, I think before this, you know, it's, it's rough because you already had the point where Ray took leadership during the did young kill. Right. Spencer route. Yeah. But I even think after that, there was still like, this bit of respect Young had for Ray. Yeah, but this eagerness that she's showing to sort of Every overtake chance that she can get. Yeah, it's like that's not helping. No, nah, this anything. is fucking you up. Yeah. Ooh. So mm-hmm. we're gonna go watch the next episode. Uh, the next episode, I forgot to write it down. I'm pretty that's sure okay. It's called Faith. However, yes. next week, yes, we're gonna have a tangent. Um, but I'm we, very excited. We're getting schedule. better about telling you guys our schedule changes <laughs> beforehand. Yeah. So next week is going to be a tight schedule week. We will have an episode, but it's going to be a tangent cast. Yep. Um, we'll let, we'll surprise you with what it is. I mean, um, anyone who has listened to this podcast in could any probably capability guess. can see a calendar of things that are coming out and our interests, and probably can put two and two together. But other, but it's still more fun to like be like, you guess yeah, it. <laughs> Um, and so we'll see you guys next week with the tangent cast, and then the week after we'll see you with. I think it's called Faith. Faith. And I. Oh, I think it is. Yeah. yeah. I think I saw it on the Amazon Prime thing. And I just want to say, uh, a lot of these um, breaks we've had is because Highland Games season is in full effect. In full effect, but winding down. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> so yeah, fair. We're almost through. We have two more left, um, um, and we try to re- I try to record the same weekends I have Highland Games, but sometimes it gets a little rough. So. Yeah, you know we're human people. Yeah, um, but we love you guys. Uh, we'll see you next week with a tangent. Until then, you can find us on Twitter at Terror Podcast. I'm distracted by how cute this little stormy donut doggo is. You can find Sorry. a stormy picture somewhere. I'm we'll sure. Find us on Facebook at There's No Place Like Tara. You can email us at there's no place like Tara at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash no place like Tara. Rate us, like, subscribe us wherever you get your podcast. Email us if you want to storm me a picture. Oh my gosh, storm me is so cool. Okay, bye. I'm going to go call.